I'm Siobhan Barnes, ex-commercial and corporate real estate professional turned leadership and life coach, supporting high-achieving professionals to step into purpose-led careers without having to sacrifice their soul, sanity, or steady paycheck. I've coached hundreds of professionals to figure out their unique path to create meaningful success that feels as good on the inside as it looks on the outside using my signature aligned achievement method. In this podcast, I'll share how you can get clarity on your unique path, how to make an impact and step into more purpose in a way that's right and true for you. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome. I'm so excited that you're here today tuning in to the Aligned Achiever podcast. And today we're going to talk through four strategies to connect to your inner untamed CEO. There's been something in the air around this time of year with my clients, whereby they've been making some really big decisions about what direction they want to go in next. Some are looking at leaving behind long-standing careers that they've been doing for decades. Others are making a choice to move forward in a direction that was very clear to them in their teenage years, but, you know, they went down the practical route and they want to go back to where their heart is calling them. In life, we are always faced with making decisions. Some are small, some are big. And I believe that one of the most important things that we need to do in order to make those decisions is to connect to our inner untamed CEO. Now, I've been talking about this for the last couple of episodes, but just for a quick recap, I want to recap what I mean when I say the untamed CEO. The untamed CEO is someone who takes charge of their life and career and makes executive decisions about the direction that they want to go in. So this is really about, yes, seizing opportunity and going where life takes you, but equally being discerning about whether that direction is really right and true for you and really aligned to what matters to you, your goals, your values, your beliefs, and what life that you're really here to create and what contribution you're here to make in the world as well. And it's really all about unlocking your truest self and life at work, being authentic. Now, before you roll your eyes at the word authentic, I know that it's had (laughs) a lot of talk in the media and it's one of those words that gets thrown about a lot. But when I talk about being authentic, it really is about you being in integrity with what matters to you, owning your uniqueness, owning your quirks, your strengths, your values, what you believe in. And when you're able to access your untamed CEO, whether you have your own business or not, it's nothing to do with necessarily being the CEO of a company. It's more about being the chief executive officer over your life and career. When you can do that, a number of things happen. And I'm going to share what those are just to put into perspective why I'm talking about this topic, because I'll be honest, a lot of what I talk about can seem a little bit nebulous, a bit invisible, a bit esoteric. And I want to really land this into something practical for you because you might be experiencing indecision without even knowing it. Maybe you don't know that you're ruminating on the question, should I stay? Should I go and do something else? Maybe you don't quite understand that at the moment you're not happy because something isn't working. And so when I talk about accessing your untamed CEO, it's something that applies regardless of whatever's happening in your life and career at the moment. 
And I want to talk through why it's important, because in this way, I want you to see the value of starting to pick up on these invisible threads that are the missing, the key pieces to focus on if you want to live a career that is soul-led, meaningful, purposeful, to make an impact in what it is that you do. So when you access your inner untamed CEO, you get clarity of purpose because you get clarity on what matters, what makes you happy, what makes you fulfilled, what your personal metrics of success are for your life and career. It helps you with that decision-making so you can make better decisions that align with your values, your goals, your aspirations, so you can make decisions that are right and true for you and get far better outcomes. In the case of my clients, I'm not there telling them what they should and shouldn't do. I'm there reminding them of, hey, you remember said this was important to you? Do you remember like this is your goal? If you're to move forward in that direction and towards that goal, what's the right choice here? And so in order to be able to do that, it also means that you're going to have an increased self-awareness because when you unlock your inner untamed CEO, you are more self-aware. You know what your strengths are, your weaknesses are, you know where you need to improve. And that knowledge can really help you to grow personally and professionally. Accessing your inner untamed CEO also builds your resilience because you're able to better handle challenges and setbacks when you are your true self. And in turn, this allows you to have better relationships because you can attract people who appreciate and respect you for who you are. There's a level of depth and vulnerability that is available in your relationships, which means there's more meaning and fulfillment. And I'm purposely talking about more of these broader aspects, even though this podcast is centered around aligned achievement and your career. If you've been listening for a long time, you know that I don't believe that your career is siloed from your life. And I believe that you are central to your career and we need to know what motivates you, what makes you tick so that you can actually move forward in a direction that you feel proud of. So when you access your inner untamed CEO, you also improve your mental health, right? It can take so much energy to suppress who you really are. And when you feel like you're going through the motions and doing the shoulds, it can lead to stress, anxiety, and maybe even depression. But if you access your inner untamed CEO that is more aligned to the real you, your more authentic self, then it creates more happiness and contentment. And you can also be productive as well, because when you're true to yourself, you're likely more enjoying the process. You're enjoying what you do, and that can lead to increased productivity and better results. It can also allow you to become more creative. You can tap into your creativity when you're a true self, because you're thinking outside the box. Your energy comes back to you and you can come out with good ideas. And when you're in that momentum of executing on your ideas, you can improve your self-esteem. You can have this more positive self-image of yourself, this increased sense of confidence, and ultimately more fulfillment. Because when you're true to yourself, you're more likely to achieve those goals and find happiness in the pursuits that are really right and true for you. So that's why I'm so passionate about you connecting to your inner untamed CEO. And what I want to pivot to now is to really talk about, well, okay, this is all very well and good, but how do you practically do that? And that's the hard bit. I think in the world of self-development and leadership and all of these beautiful parts of us that allow us to understand ourselves and tap into human behavior, it can be really challenging to translate this into practical things that we can do as individuals. And so if you've got a notebook and a pen handy, 
Now's the time to go and grab that because I want to talk about four different ways that you can connect to your inner untamed CEO. And I really want to speak to the four aspects of the inner untamed CEO because everybody has these aspects within them and how you access that is going to be very different because each and every one of us is very different. And so I want to provide these frames so that you can lens this into how it can best serve you. Before I dive into that, though, the first and most fundamental step to connecting to your inner untamed CEO is to prioritize yourself first, to put yourself first. In my work, I talk about the perfect woman imperative, which is this imperative that's very invisible, where women try and live up to really unrealistic expectations of doing it all, having it all, and being it all to everyone, and being the one to do all the different things. And what can happen when we're very busy making sure everyone else is taken care of and that we're living up to these ideals is that we can lose ourselves in the process. And look, if you want to dive into this some more, I ran a free masterclass on this last week, which was all about how to put yourself first. And if you'd like to access the replay, I'll pop a link to that in the show notes, which you can find over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 57. That's the number five, seven. So first and foremost, you want to prioritize time for you. Without it, without putting yourself first, none of what I share is going to make a difference because it's just going to be information that sits in your head and that you do nothing with. And that is the farthest thing from what I want for you. So once you've carved out time for yourself and you're doing that right now, so props to you and kudos to you, here are the four ways, the four strategies that I want you to think about to connect to your inner untamed CEO so that you can really get to the heart of how you can bring this into practical life for you. Okay. The inner untamed CEO has really four aspects. We've got the energetic, the physical, the mental, and the emotional. So I want to start with the energetic. Energetically, We want to understand if we're going to get in touch with your inner untamed CEO, what is it that lights you up and brings you energy, that brings you joy, that is aligned to what you most desire? And why I'm starting with this is that we need you to be connected to your energy. So often we lose connection to who we are. We learn things about who we should be in the world. We suppress certain parts of ourselves because we've felt pain, embarrassment, shame about those. And we don't really allow all of ourselves to show up. And the visual I'd like to give you here is imagining that there's a river and the water that flows through the river is your life force energy. It is your energy. And what can happen as we progress on our journeys is that we can find big boulders in the river we can find tree branches that have fallen in. And look, that's nature. That's fine. That happens. However, what we want to do is we want to begin to build capacity to allow more of that water to flow through the river. And that's why I want to start with energy, because I want you to connect back to what matters most to you. So many of us are trying to swim upstream in this river through narrow crevices and through the holes and the cracks so that we can move as we want to. However, sometimes there is an easier path. And how practically you can begin to connect to your energy is to get really clear on you. Know thyself. This is really about the clarity piece, which I spoke about in last week's episode of the podcast, which by the way, if you haven't listened to yet, I invite you to go and check it out. In episode 56, I shared a bit more about the untold story of how I became an untamed CEO and the three different pillars that I've come to realize are really important to unravel that for yourself. 
And in episode 55, I also speak about what an untamed CEO is and why I want more women to be one. So if you want to check those two out, you absolutely can. But in last week's episode, I spoke about the three pillars of the untamed CEO, which is around clarity, impact, and purpose. Clarity is knowing yourself. Impact is knowing how do you want to make a difference on others without sacrificing yourself. And purpose was about what's this season of my life about? What's the current iteration of that job or that project or that area of focus for myself? And so when we come to the energetic, we're really speaking about the clarity piece and that's knowing yourself. So action step for implementation, get to know yourself. You might choose to do so by taking the achievement style assessment that I have. Again, I'll pop a link to that in the show notes over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 57. And you can get to know what motivates you. How do you naturally achieve and how do you get things done? You might decide to do the strengths finder assessment. That's a paid assessment. Again, I'll pop links to all of this in the show notes if you want to check this out. But getting to know your strengths can be really helpful because when you know your strengths, you're then able to work more of your magic and build on that. Because here's the thing, strengths are something that you're number one, really good at, but number two, energize you, right? There's that energy word. We want you to be in your energy. You can take the Myers-Briggs assessment to understand more about your personality. Colby, fascinate, learn your Enneagram, astrology. There are so many different ways to access information about how you best show up. Human design is another one. So I'll pop links to all of this in the show notes. And what I will say about this is please don't expect one system to be able to summarize you in its entirety. There is nuance, there is difference. Some assessments might give you more clarity and give you more of a perspective on who you are, but you're a multifaceted being. And so taking some of these assessments can start to build the picture and help you see who you are, which I know can sound ridiculous, right? How do we lose sight of who we are? Well, sometimes we're so busy trying to fit into the system, we don't see ourselves clearly. So just know that some of these assessments can be a way to begin to see yourself more clearly, particularly if you've been following a mold that isn't really you, right? The square peg and a round hole analogy. And this can be a really helpful way to begin to understand yourself and get that energy back. Okay, so that's the energetic strategy. Physically, another strategy that I have for you to connect to your inner untamed CEO is to begin to look at practically, physically your energy. Do you have time and space to, number one, prioritize yourself, which I said was the fundamental piece, but number two, actually take action on the things that bring you joy, to go forward and test out those ideas that you might have, to put yourself forward for that next level of leadership, whether that's a promotion at work or to say, hey, I'm stepping back, I need more work-life balance because I've got kids, whatever it might be for you. And I want to highlight a very, very obvious thing that many of us women kind of underestimate or don't think about, again, because of the perfect woman, we expect this is all something we have to take in our stride. And that is the fact that women in general tend to do more in terms of household labor. And look, obviously this applies to if you're in a heterosexual relationship and you have a partner, but even if you don't have a partner and you're not in a heterosexual relationship, I invite you just to think about this dynamic and that tendency that you may, you may not have to take on more than you have capacity for. And that might take away some energy from the things that you really want to do in your career and to move forward. So according to an article by The Guardian in 2021, Over a quarter of women spend more than 10 hours a week doing unpaid indoor housework compared to just 8% of men. 
In 2019, the Melbourne Institute's Household Income and Labor Dynamics in Australia survey found that even when taking into account the amount of paid employment, women did more work. When men were the main breadwinner of a household, the amount of work both paid and unpaid was roughly the same by both men and women. But in all other cases, even when women were the main breadwinner, women did more overall work. So action step from this physical perspective, what's the one thing you can do to claim back one hour of your time each week? One hour of your time each week. And you can use this hour for whatever you want. Maybe you need that extra hour of sleep. Maybe you need an hour to work on your potential business idea. Maybe you need an hour to strategically network to advance your career. The point is the hour is for you, however you see fit and however is going to best serve you. So practically speaking, some examples. Could it be about just simply prioritizing this in your diary? Maybe you actually need to ask for help. Maybe it's about pooling resources with someone. Like if you're a mom, maybe you alternate watching each other's kids so that each of you has an hour every other week to be free. And if resources allow, maybe hiring someone to help do something that you do that you don't have to do. So that's the physical aspect of connecting to your untamed CEO. The next one I want to speak about is your mindset, the mental capacity, your beliefs. This is a big, big area for reclaiming your untamed CEO, which by the way, is something that I go into depth in my upcoming program called the untamed CEO. And I dive into all of these different aspects. And if you're curious to hear more, just send me a DM either on LinkedIn or on Instagram. Would love to share more about the program with you. But the mindset is one of the biggest areas that we need support around. Because how you view yourself is everything. As I mentioned in last week's episode, in my career, I saw myself as not good enough. So I worked really hard to keep up with everyone. And that had led to burnout in my corporate career. And I brought that into my coaching business. And even though I was doing work that I really loved, I perpetuated the same dynamic for myself. So a helpful frame to work through your mindset and your beliefs is to understand whether you have a fixed or a growth mindset. And this is a coin termed by the famous psychologist, Carol Dweck. Again, I'll pop a link to her work in the show notes. But basically, a growth mindset and a fixed mindset are the two different mindsets that Carol noticed in her research studying human behavior and quote-unquote human success. And she noticed that successful people had more of this growth mindset, whereas others had a more fixed mindset. So a fixed mindset is that belief that I've only got a certain amount of intelligence, a certain personality, a certain moral character, and it won't do. It's not okay to look or feel deficient in these basic areas. And so when you have a fixed mindset, Carol found that people with this mindset had one consuming goal of proving themselves in the classroom, in their careers, and in their relationship, where the situations called for a confirmation of their intelligence, their personality, or their character. And every situation is evaluated, and I'll say every decision is evaluated, on this question of, will I succeed or fail? Will I look smart or dumb? Will I be accepted or rejected? Will I feel like a winner or a loser? And look, as I'm speaking to this, I mean, even as I hear that, I know that there are times when I absolutely embody this fixed mindset, and I think it's very, very human. And so give yourself the grace to know that you're very human, and at the same time, know that there is another mindset available to you, and that is of the growth mindset. And the growth mindset sees all of these traits, your intelligence, your personality, your moral character, as not just a hand that you're dealt with and have to live with, 
but something where you actually can change, knowing that the hand you dealt with is just the starting point development and you can change things. So as you begin to understand the fixed and growth mindsets, you'll see how one thing leads to another, how a belief that your qualities are carved in stone leads to a host of thoughts and actions, and how a belief that your qualities can be cultivated and shifted and change leads to a host of different thoughts and actions, taking you down an entirely different road. And so when you're becoming an untamed CEO, you're embodying more of this growth mindset. You're forgiving yourself for past mistakes, not telling yourself that that is the end point, rather a point on your journey and that you have the capacity to change. So action step. What thought or story do you have about yourself in your career? What's the story that you tell yourself? And how might you adapt more of a growth mindset? So for example, going back to mine that I had in my corporate career, I need to work harder than everyone else because I'm not as smart as them. So one of the ways that I could adopt more of a growth mindset is to say to myself, I know I'm good at XYZ or XYZ, and that if I take care of myself and work a little bit less, then I'll be able to do better quality work. So can you see how that's a reframe of like, I don't have to do as much. I need to actually just focus on quality rather than quantity. Maybe you are thinking about doing something else and your mindset says doing something else is too risky to start all over again. You can't give up the money. You can't give up the paycheck. Maybe a reframe for you if you're to adapt a growth mindset is to say to yourself, I'm smart. I can research opportunities and let the data and the process decide. Let me at least take action in the direction I want to move in and then decide, right? So that's what you want to do to connect to your mindset and upgrade your mindset. What thoughts or story do you have about yourself in your career and how might you adopt more of a growth mindset? The final piece is around your emotions, your emotional awareness. We need to connect to our emotions if we're to reclaim our inner untamed CEO, And my goodness, we live in a world that is very much focused on our intellect and our mindset. But we often forget we are emotional creatures. We're not rational. Emotion trumps logic every time. Have you ever fallen in love with someone who you thought didn't have the right credentials on paper? Have you ever done something stupid just because you felt like it? Have you ever felt like, oh, I feel really bad. And even though you want to be healthy, you've reached for that next glass of wine or taken another scoop of that ice cream. I'm putting my hand up. Of course you have, because emotion is what drives our behavior. So don't make yourself wrong. Start learning the language of your body and your emotions. Start beginning to build your sensitivity to what's going on. Now, I'm not going to lie, this particular pillar to access your inner untamed CEO, it takes time. And you might hear these buzzwords out there, nervous system regulation, embodiment, etc. And these are becoming more in the everyday vernacular. It's becoming more well-known, which is fabulous. I'm so happy to hear that because embodiment is something that's also core to my teachings and how I work with my clients because we have to understand our bodies. So an action step for you here is to know that number one, your emotions are not wrong. Don't make them wrong. But number two, Think about how you might want to begin a practice of developing sensitivity in your body, connecting to those emotions. Maybe it's time to see a therapist or work with a coach. Maybe it's about a yoga practice, doing some breath work, Tai Chi, Qigong, feminine embodiment coaching. There are many, many different ways that you can begin this path. 
And look, as I said, if you are curious about how you can become more of an inner untamed CEO and connect to that so that you can really build out your soul-led career without sacrificing your sanity, soul, or steady paycheck, then I'd love to invite you to get in the DMs with me and hear more about my untamed CEO program. This program is an intensive 90-day intimate group experience, really an intensive mastermind that is an experience that's going to support you to get clear on what direction you're meant to go in. It's about unhooking, unlearning, coming back home to you so that you can make decisions on what your right next step is. It involves this deeper soul work of knowing thyself, where we dive into the mindset, emotions, your energy, your physical body where we really get clear on clarity of purpose for you, the impact you're here to make, and what your purpose is in this season of your life. And there are these beautiful accelerators in there to test ideas, to get into momentum. And I am so excited about the program. So if you're curious and you're intrigued, hit me up in Instagram or in LinkedIn. Again, I'll pop a link to that in my show notes over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 57 and get in touch. I'd love to continue the conversation to see if this is the right program to support you in stepping into your soul-led career. So thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we spoke about strategies to connect to your inner untamed CEO. And I can't wait to see what happens as you begin to embody this identity and that you begin to realize that you are here for a reason beyond so much more than just hustling, grinding, and merely surviving. You matter. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next week.